All right, everybody, welcome back, welcome back to the Opinionated Ray podcast. I am your host, Opinionated Ray. I hope everyone had a blessed week. This week was a really, really, really busy week for me. Um, I had a lot of interviews and I had a last minute press junket that I had to join. Um, so it was a lot of different stuff going on, but it was exciting. It was a, definitely a fun week, um, a lot busier than um, I have been since I left my position at a major news corporation. So this is kind of working in my favor in my plan um, as far as my freelance work goes. So yeah, I'm just excited about more opportunities that are coming. Can't talk about those yet. Um, but as I know, and as I get confirmation, y'all will know as well. So until then, we're just going to move forward. <laughs> but I have no interviews out, y'all. <laughs> so the first is with Shar Jackson from Moesha. Super, super exciting. Um, we had a really, really great time. I love the interview. Love talking to her. Um, she talked about her time on Moesha. Um, she talked about what she's doing now. She's on a new show called Celebrity Exorcism. If you guys want to check that out. Um, and yeah, we just had a really good conversation. You know, she seemed like she was in a really good space, very energetic. Um, you know, she didn't shy away from any question that I had. So that was really dope. And it was great because to get to talk to someone from Moesha, which is a show that I grew up watching when I was a little girl. Um, I mean, someone could probably say that I became a journalist because <laughs> Moesha was a journalist. So first off, I just love Brandy, hands down. Since I was a little girl, I used to wear braids every all the time until I was like 14 years old. And Brandy did too. So I loved it just because of that. <laughs> so when I looked at the TV, I saw me as Brandy. And there were just so many different, you know, similarities in us. She was a journalist as well. You know, she wrote for her high school newspaper. Um, and then she went to college. She went for, worked for a college newspaper. I mean, there was even an episode where she was acting as an investigative journalist and doing a story on the senior ditch party that I came through at his house. Those type of situations definitely inspired me um, to put my name in a newspaper and get my name on print. And that's what I've been doing. So you can check out that interview with Chai Jackson on AtlantaBlackStar.com. And also, I got to speak with AJ Johnson, who actually plays Tyrese's mother, Juanita, and Baby Boy. Um, did not ask her about Baby Boy. I'm sorry, y'all. I just could not. Um, I think BET plays that movie enough on a weekly basis. So I didn't I feel like I didn't need to, you know, ask her about any of that. But I did ask her about some other roles that, you know, she came across in her life. And she let me know that she was actually passed over for the lead role in The Scorpion King, which, you know, has Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. So that was really dope. She also talked about, you know, how that moment kind of propels her to focus on her fitness brand, the AJ Zone. And that's what's published this week, so stay tuned for next week's. <laughs> this week we have a special guest, my dear friend Nicole Henderson, who has a passion for TV, content creation, and public relations, amongst other things. We actually met while I was attending grad school at Syracuse University five years ago. I was in the MNO program, and she was in the public relations program, but we always passed each other in the hallways, and then we ended up having a graphics course together. So, um... That's how I met my dear friend, Nicole. She's doing such amazing things and working with Insecure. And we're, we're going to talk about a lot today. And I heard she's dating. Yes. <laughs> we're going to get Girl. into that. <laughs> but y'all give a round of applause for my friend, Nicole. <laughs> 
Yay, I'm so excited to be here with Mrs. Opinionated Ray. Um, this has been a long time in the making, so I'm so excited we can finally get together um, and record this episode. Yes, thank you so much for joining me, Nicole. And just a little backstory too, y'all. So Nicole actually made the logo for my podcast and we went back and forth for a while. I was really hard on her and she was like, no, we not doing this, we not doing that. And I'm like, if she don't listen to me, <laughs> like this is my podcast. This is my listen, podcast. my first podcast art collaboration, y'all. And when I tell you it was tough, you know, we're friends, so we're going back and forth on edits. But I feel like the final logo truly embodies Rachel. Like it embodies her hair, her natural hairstyle that she always does, her favorite colors. Um, it embodies the theme of Vinnie Ray. So I'm super excited about the um, collaboration and so happy that it's getting used like out in the world. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Nicole. I appreciate you. Um, but I don't appreciate you leaving me for oh, LA. Me beginning. I wasn't ready for that. I mean, I just was getting comfortable back here in New York and you just went to the West Coast. I mean, you just left me and, um, you know, I just was shedding a little tear and, um, to explain, what are you doing? How's LA? Uh, What's going on? Listen, you know, LA has always been the dream. Like I wanted to live in LA before I even got to New York. So New York was a blessing, but I feel like LA has always been like my final destination. And I've been here for a month now and it's everything I thought it would be. I mean, it's a little colder than I thought because I was like, oh, I'm gonna be on the beach every day. Like it's gonna be summer all the time. But LA has been like fall weather. It feels like fall, like on the East Coast. I don't know why, but I have my first apartment, first time living alone. So really it's just been adjusting to that. Like you never really know yourself and like, how you're gonna like decorate things, how you're gonna like handle like all the bills, like your whole ambiance. Cause you know, your home is like your sanctuary. So like having my own place, like that is like the most amazing thing to me. And I feel like it's just like growing me as a woman. Yes, for growth as a woman, I love that. And I know exactly what you mean. Like I love having my own place, like just the peace of coming home to quietness. <laughs> it's like so amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, I miss my roommates, like, here in Jackie, I love y'all, I miss y'all, but, like, I feel like we all are at the point where we all, one, left New York, but then we also all were, like, yo, like, this is our time to just kind of, like, go out and do our own thing, so, like, I never thought I would do it, like, at 27, like, I always said only three to five years in New York, so I did four, and now I'm, like, okay, boom, LA, so I'm giving LA three to five, the same three to five, maybe I'll find a man, you know, fall in love, whatever, and stay settled, or I'll come back to the East Coast and like be closer to family or both. Who knows? But that's yeah. the goal. I mean, it's true. the opportunity is there. The opportunity is there, especially in a place like LA. Um, I was just there for my birthday. I loved it. Yeah. I love LA. I don't know. I always have such a great time when I go there. Because you might as well move here. Like, I mean, I'm waiting. Go ahead. See, no, because that's what you did. <laughs> See, this is what you did to get me to move to New York. See, yes, this is we're always on the move we gotta keep going <laughs> okay but I just got here like I told you I gotta do like at least like two to four here and I'm like almost at two now I'm almost at two now so okay. we'll, we'll, we'll see but honestly I am thinking about moving to Jersey though I feel like the environment's kind of the same honestly mm-hmm. probably like a bit slower pace than New York yeah yeah but I mean I probably would still come to the city anyway for like events or work stuff or I mean depending on if I have to eventually go back into the office or not so I I wouldn't even you know I'm definitely thinking about it I'm definitely considering it for sure 
So. Yeah, that was one of my biggest things about LA too, is because we did just, our agency just opened up a new LA office, but I can still work from home. So like I got to set up my whole desk space. I'm like, working from home is life for me. Like that's what I want to do forever now. Like I like working remote. That was another plus because I'm not at our main office in New York. Like I'm out in LA so I can just be working from home and still get the job done. Gotcha. Okay, so speaking of work, Nicole launched her TV art page. She's tuned in at the top of the year in January. After gaining over 500 followers in just a few months, Nicole partnered with brands, companies, and influencers such as Kayla's Chaos, Black Woman Becoming, and Bead Your Body to host a fan giveaway. Yes, yeah, so she's tuned in, was born, created, crafted, all that January 3rd of 2021. So we're almost at one year. Um, honestly, it was like, me and my um, old roommates, Jack and Kira, we were all like sitting down during the pandemic, like, yo, like what's gonna be our mark or what's gonna be our thing? Like, we're all sitting here in this pandemic, stuck in this apartment in New York, this tiny ass apartment, like what is gonna be our thing? So um, they're like, all you do is watch TV, like that's your thing. <laughs> so, and I'm like, okay. So then I started looking on Instagram and I saw like a bunch of black art, but I've never seen anybody really pair like TV blogging or like a TV commentary with black art. So um, I just, have my iPad that I got from like what Syracuse in 2016 I bought like the stencil and everything and honestly I just got my got to drawing like taught myself how to illustrate off of YouTube um I would show my art to like my mom who was like super into it and super encouraging um my sisters my cousin Andrea um and after about six months of drawing from like July 2020 till January, I finally decided I would release it. And every day my mom would be like, I see something on like NFL. Is this the type of stuff you're trying to do? Like the full illustration. It's like, you need to release it. You need to post it. You need to post it. So yes, mama for the support. <laughs> yes, mama precious does not play. So they like pushed me and I finally released it. And then I was like, wow, like all the feedback that I got was like super positive. And so now I kind of just challenge myself to draw a new illustration once a week, um, sometimes two or three times a week and then I've done podcast collaborations with obviously Rachel's podcast and then another podcast called your um combos with your mom's favorite so I'm just trying to keep growing honestly like I'll do more collaborations but really it's just like doing weekly art illustrations and what I do is talk about a new show that's out I draw it and then I also write like a tutor report so it breaks down favorite parts of the show tear jerkers like why you should tune in and then this past summer, I did an IG Live series for Ready to Love. Um, and yeah, Rachel's like one of my top <laughs> guests. So it was like me, Rachel, anybody could join. My cousin Andrea, Kiera, like we would all get on every Friday right after Ready to Love and break down the episode. And that was really dope. Moving forward, it'll be art plus IG Live talk facts. I just got to figure out the mix. That sounds amazing, Nicole, but how did you tap into what your niche was going to be for She's Tuned In? It seemed like you, you tapped into a market that was needing some type of TV art and your page picked up a lot of followers within a short amount of time. So talk about that as well. Yeah, um, I honestly was like, okay, what am I passionate about? And literally like everybody who knows me knows all I do is watch shows. <laughs> like I watch recordings all day. I always have cables. I always have a bunch of recordings, but I binge watch shows like in a night or like in a weekend like I watch a bunch of shows so I'm like I'm gonna take something I'm passionate about which is television and something I already work in like that's my field brand market for television shows so I'm very knowledgeable about the shows I already work on so this is just me doing more research on other shows competitive shows but then just shows that I love and a lot of it is black television shows but I watch everything and then taking that and pairing it with a new skill illustration wasn't something I knew how to do at all I taught myself off of YouTube like bought all the tools 
So it's a challenge with learning like the drawing and the art side and then also pairing it with my passion. And then like building the followers and stuff. Honestly, it's just like I pick a new show and then I tag everybody that's in the art, like the writers of the show, producers, I tag the show and oftentimes they repost it. And what I've seen, like I do this thing called tuner support. So any cast members that repost it or comment or whatever, like I'll highlight them on my story and say thank you. And that gains a lot of traction and they'll like conversate with me in my DMs and stuff like that. So one day I hope to like monetize it and hopefully be to a place where brands will come to me and be like, yo, can we partner with you to draw an art cover for our show or for our new release? Um, are you able to like do a talk back or whatever weekly after each episode? That's the goal. Dope, dope. Okay, so Nicole, did you think that five years ago we were in graphics class doing illustrator and in design? And I don't know about you, but I know for me, I was not really caring about learning this for future reference or anything like that. I was just trying to get through the class. I was just trying to get Girl, through. we were trying to get to the class together. Didn't know shit, couldn't draw shit. Like uh, when I tell you, like. But that's also on the computer too. I've learned, I guess my skills are better on the iPad. I'll literally sit down like a Saturday or something and just be like, yo, I'm going to find a new image or something or find something I want to recreate. I find it and then I'll draw that shit in like four to five hours. And it doesn't take long at all. But trying to do it on the computer, trying to build resumes and logos and stuff, I was like, no, not interested. Like five years ago, not interested, bro. Like you couldn't pay me to do that. Didn't want to. <laughs> Like literally struggling through that whole class. I'm glad we had another live because I don't know. I was we were struggling. We were struggling. We struggled y'all. We were struggling. Shout out to our teacher's assistant. What was his name? Joseph or something. Like he Yeah, yes, Joseph, Joseph. I wonder if he's still there at Syracuse. I don't know. I got him on LinkedIn. I should look him up. See what he's doing. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. See, look what you did. You empowered me somehow. Oh my goodness. Okay, so tell me about some of the shows that you've created designs for and mm-hmm. some of the ones that the actors or the uh, writers of the show have contacted you or reached out to you for. Yeah, so Insecure, obviously, I did one back in the summer. So I did the female cast like Issa, Molly, Kelly, and whatnot. And then I just did Men Secure. I did This Is Us. I did my favorite show, Grey's Anatomy. Um, sorry, shit, I forgot the shows I did. Hold on. <laughs> All right, so I've done like what, 34 um, illustrations so far, which is crazy to me. It's been only like 10 months, 11 months. So I'm trying to like crank them out, y'all. Crank them out, keep it going. Because like the best thing that people I've seen with my brand is consistency so the more often I put them out the more I'm talking about shows the more interaction more engagement I get um some of the best engagement I've gotten so far has been sisters the cast of sisters are great like KJ Smith like I love them I love this I love them and I love the show I mean even though there's some bad acting on it but I love it Yes, but they really supported me. All four of the um actresses reposted my art. They've reposted it weeks later, like when the show started. So I've loved that. Who else? The cast of Riverdale. I'm not sure if you watch Riverdale, but I love that show. That's like teen like dramas. But like they were really um supportive of it. I did the new show Big Sky on ABC, Good Girls. 
the cast of the BET show Bigger, uh, they have been super supportive. Chase Comedy, that's his name on um, Instagram. He has been a super, like, I'm like, you're a whole star. You're a whole actor. But, like, he supports my work, and he likes other art, like, for other shows. So I love that. It's honestly just been really dope. And then, like, obviously Ready to Love, I did their whole season four art cover. So, what? 20 cast members and I've gotten super good feedback from uh Devin your boy he runs like a ready to love page on his own um me and Rachel actually got on a whole IG live talk with him yes. with my cousin Andrea <laughs> yeah we got we got to lay out our thoughts on the show and then obviously like the cast members so it's a reality tv and I love reality tv too but a lot of the cast members in, have interacted engaged with my page too so it's just been all around really dope like just to see like okay I'm drawing y'all y'all actually like it <laughs> like that's been really cool and it's really cool for me just as your friend to see you like tap into your passion and I love that I love that the elevation and the growth I love it in the glow I love Thanks. it snap yes snap, snap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay so I want to talk about ready to love because I think we're like maybe two or three episodes in from this new season mm. so as she said last season um every Friday Nicole would uh we would recap the current episode of ready to love last season was really intense some people didn't make it to the end but some people that we were personally rooting for was Jason and Liz um they actually made it to the end as a couple amazing 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 but they recently broke up and I'm so so sad Okay, so she made a post on Instagram. Um, apparently this is a week ago, so I'm a little bit mm. late. And I'm not gonna read the whole thing. I'm just gonna read where she actually mentions um his name. So I was serious about my journey to find love and I believed in the process and gave 150% into developing my relationship. I know many of you had high hopes for Jason and I, but some things just simply don't work out. God has made my story even greater, and one day I'm going to have to tell y'all all about it. For now, I'm focusing on getting back to enjoying my life and all the things that are important to me. Uh, yeah, I just, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I thought they were so in love. I really thought that they were like for each other. Like I thought that they were each other's person, but you know, I guess they weren't. I don't know. I was always worried about the age gap. Like I expressed that to like, you know, yeah, Liz yeah. a lot older, more established. What was she like a CEO or something? Like she had her shit together. Like Jason, young boy, still trying to figure out his life. Okay. But yes, it was so sad. I had high hopes for them. Like I really was rooting for them. I thought they were each other's person, you know, like, I don't know what happened. I, I, I don't know. This is that. What do you yeah. think? I don't know. For me, I always said the age gap. Like, Liz is, like, older. She's CEO. Like, she's, I think she's 40, together. and he's in his yeah. early, I think he's early 30s, maybe late 20s. I want to say he was early 30s. I think yeah. the youngest they go is, like, early 30s. I feel like yeah. the youngest I've seen is, like, a 30-year-old. But, yeah, I feel like he still had a lot of life to him, like, to live and to learn and shit. And, like, also, he's, like, a teacher. Like, their salaries are different. Their age is different. The lives they look like they're living because she seemed like super okay let me not say because I don't know their lives but I don't know if they both got a church <laughs> but she seemed super like holy like on like at church about two or three times a week okay? yay like she bonded more with his mama y'all like because her her and his mama were like besties they seemed like they were like same age group type and he seemed like the child 
from day one yeah like she's calling him her boyfriend girl episode it's like episode three four relax yeah like just chill Um, like y'all haven't even gone on another like one-on-one dates or whatever you know what i'm saying and because of that she's not giving people the good impression like the date between her and naeem it didn't go well like i could just tell he was yeah he was definitely turned off by you know her asking about his finances which i don't have a problem with her asking about it but i definitely think it was a little too early to ask about that um because i think that was their first one-on-one date so it's definitely too soon for stuff like that yeah she's discussing debt she's discussing this yeah yeah, i'm like ma'am you were giving out gold digger vibes right now definitely doing that you know so um, you know what she's reminding me of um denise from season three when they were in houston in the house all together oh he was like obsessed with uh what the hell was his name Ooh, what was his name Calfani yes Calfani Calfani like she's giving like that controlling like be with it's my way or the highway you gotta be with me vibe yeah like, exactly and I'm not feeling that and I, I used to tell he's not feeling that either like Naeem is very like yeah. he seems very laid back he wants things to happen yeah. naturally like they're not a match at all yeah, but Cornelius is who she's after like I feel like if she keeps going the way that she's going Cornelius is gonna like not be interested in her anymore yeah you can tell just by his facial expressions oh yeah like he don't even get yeah. excited he'd be like what yeah like his face he looks so confused like, <laughs> like crazy radar like doop, doop, doop. <laughs> red flag red flag red flag out that like what and it's like girl you're cute like you don't even have to do all that like sit back let him come to you like it's fine exactly like I feel like if he was genuinely more interested in her he would just show that but if she just I don't know. I feel like she just needs to take, like, just take two or three steps back. Just chill a little yeah. bit and, like, let him come. Let, his do, let yeah. him do his thing. Let him be the man and, you know. Yeah. And don't force him. Like, that's just yeah. weird. I don't know. It's different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. But um, speaking of, you know, a day in, what's going on in <laughs> LA, girls? <laughs> what's the day scene like in LA? Talk to us. So we got some options. Like, what we got out what do, I, what do I know about LA? <laughs> i mean no like okay so it's been almost two months now okay whatever so the first month i'm like you know no i'm gonna set up my apartment like taking this time just being alone discovering who i am whatever like i know who i am but whatever like who is nicole in la like not those superficial shit or nothing but just like taking in who i am in this current stage of my journey but now i am back on hinge so i am dating um LA is different. Like, <laughs> what you mean LA is different? Like what? I feel like in New York, like you know me, like I like Caribbean men. Like I don't know why, but like that's who I usually typically attract. <laughs> like and just like guys who are like super like hustled, not always great, but I do make time for what I want. So I'm used to like that kind of taste of guy too. Um, right, notice right. like LA guys are a lot more like slower paced. Cause like LA in general is just kind of like a slow vibey kind of place. Like it's mm-hmm. not like hustle culture, like how New York is. So be I am, yeah, <laughs> no, I don't smoke. So <laughs> they probably think I'm like high strung, like just chill the fuck out. But <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. It's like a new vow, a new thing for them. So, I'm, you know, interested. I'm also, um, you know, for the first time ever, I feel like I'm open to dating outside of my race. So we'll Ooh, see what that okay. brings. Haven't done it yet, so don't got no tips or no like tea. But <laughs> I have 
I've opened my hands. It's just open tolerances now. It's not just black men only, but you know, we'll see. Oh my goodness. Okay, so now I can share with you. I actually like went on a date with a Dominican guy. Oh, um, it was fun. It was actually really fun. So I'm not sure what we're doing, but it was mm. a fun date. It was a lot of fun. The conversation was great. Food was great. Yeah, it was just a really good time. Where I mean, we definitely we went to. Um, Oh damn! I can't even remember the name of the place, but it was like, like a, a brunch spot. Or... Okay. No, no, it was just like a brunch spot um in Midtown. But yeah, it was really dope. Like we like some of the same music, so that was good. Um, we definitely talked like about our family background, so that was good. Mm-hmm. Crazy enough, he thought I was um Dominican or Caribbean as well. Okay. No, I am not. You get the Caribbean or like African or like any type of vibe. You always. I know all the time. Like every time I swear, I feel like dudes be getting disappointed when I say that I was born in America. They'd be like, "Oh, like damn, like I'm sorry, I wasn't born in a you know more beautiful place, right? You know, my parents met in this country. You know, (laughs) right? How were you born? Like it's fine." Yeah, like, no, but for I literally had a guy tell me he tried, he wanted to date me because he thought I was African. Like, just over time, he wow. wasn't really talking to me as much. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I, I see what this is. But, like, why does that matter? Yeah, I, I feel like I wouldn't dub anybody because they're not, like, Caribbean or whatever. But, like, me personally, like, I see myself marrying a Caribbean man because I feel like they'll understand my culture. Like, I have a big ass Jamaican family like both sides of my family are Jamaican and it's big crazy loud whatever like so I feel like if I find another Caribbean man like and I like listening to reggae like dance song that's the type of parties I go into like um events and stuff like that so I just kind of want it to be easier or like seamless like culture wise but obviously anybody can like the culture and like whatever so but that's just my preference and in New York obviously that's all that was there so (laughs) clearly four years that's when I was dating so yeah it was so crazy because one day literally I was coming out of my apartment building and mm-hmm. it was a construction worker outside and he said something to me but I know what he said and I just kept on walking and he was like you didn't hear me talking to you and I'm like what did you say and so he was like are you not Haitian I'm like no I guess he was speaking Creole to me and I didn't know what he said oh. so I was like oh my gosh and he was like oh I'm sorry my bad and I, I don't know what he said I asked him but he was like no that's okay and I'm like it was probably something freaky because the fact that he didn't want to tell me you um, know that he's saying slick shit <laughs> yeah exactly that's probably why he said it in Creole too because I was like what okay. yeah but yeah girl no real like dating stories or nothing yeah I haven't been on a date at all yet since I've been out here like just communicating vibing talking and also I travel a lot so it's going to be kind of hard um these first couple of months while I'm out here anyway like because I have different events so maybe I'll find somebody who travels too maybe once I'm back and I'm like here in like January or whatever we'll see but you know possibilities are endless and we're gonna see what happens (laughs) (laughs) yes but is that on like your list of like you know, you make a list of like characteristic traits that you want for your partner to mm-hmm. have. Like, I don't know, for me, you got to have a passport. I literally cannot date nobody who does not have a passport at this day and age. Like, there's no reason why you should not have one. The pandemic is not an excuse. They're still giving them out. You know, it just takes a little bit longer. Like, I don't know. I can't. Yeah, like, I like still the travel. giving them out. Yeah, we're not yes. giving them out. Like, y'all still got to pay for them. Sorry. Um, but you can, they're still issuing them to people, you know? So yeah, I just, I can't see myself with somebody that doesn't 
have a interest in wanting to see anything outside of their for the they life radius they live in you know what i'm saying like i need yeah. someone who wants to be able to wants to see the world wants to travel wants to be around different cultures try different foods i mean i i love caribbean food but i'm always down to try some other stuff so mm-hmm. yeah i need my partner to be you know a little bit of the same way yeah i agree like traveling is high on my list because like i said i travel for work and i travel for fun so like one it'd be dope if you have your own work trip that i could tag along with but you can tag along with mine and then like personal trips i love my girls trips i love the trips we do but i also want to do a vacation every now and then yes, like like <laughs> dang i just yes. want to be on a beach with day you know what i'm saying yes. Like, like someone who enjoys it, like not someone where I have to like plan it all and pretty much like super like force you like, yo, come with me. Like you come and then you're still kind of there just like "Mm, out of my comfort zone. Like, no, I want someone who genuinely likes to travel, knows how to travel and enjoys traveling to travel with me. That's my perfect world. Agreed, agreed, agreed. I need somebody that wants to like just see the world, enjoy different stuff. Like I need somebody that's as big of a foodie as I am. Okay. At this point, I don't even want to go on a date. If we're not getting food at some point, I don't want to go. I'm not, I don't want to go. Like, no, no, I talked to a guy in like 2018, maybe 2019. He didn't have an appetite. Like some, like he doesn't like to eat for real. So we would go out. Like, mind you, it wasn't even on no, like, you know me thinking like, oh, maybe you just don't want to pay for shit or something. Like, he would be like, yo, order whatever you want, whatever, but I'm not going to eat. I don't really have an appetite. And it was so awkward, but you know my ass, I eat. So I still ate. But like, it was just weird to me. It was just weird to me. I'm like, yo, like, no, we got to, like, like you said, we have to both be foodies. Like, we have to have, like, we have to be compatible. Yeah, because it's weird. Like, if I'm sitting here eating a plate of wings and, you know, you just sitting over there snacking on, like, like, no, come on. Or like, just watching me eat. Like, yeah, that's that too. Weird. That's weird. Like, I don't know. We both gonna be eating. We both gonna smash some food together. And that's that. Like, yeah. That's it. Well, that's actually, it. girl, I'm not even gonna lie. I'd rather you watch me eat than eat off of my plate. Like, eat my shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> You yeah. got okay. me a meal and you're eating my food. For why? <laughs> I've had that happen before. We were sharing pasta pasta. And I'm like, this isn't big enough for the two of us. Like, why didn't you order your own like I don't get it you said you weren't hungry <laughs> weird weird well, I on pasta. That's like... uh, and it had like six shrimp in it and he ate like four of the shrimp like are you kidding me Rachel. no 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 see I'm not gonna lie I'm definitely the one that like on a date I'm like can I can I try a piece of that you know what I'm saying no girl order what, want. order what you listen want. if it looks good it looks good if it looks good it looks good that's it I just want a little little piece on the side you know a little tiny piece from the corner just cut the corner and I'm good that's it if I like it you know what I'm saying now now if he tells me no then I have to look at you sideways because it's like why wouldn't you yeah, share your food with me <laughs> why wouldn't you share your food with me I can't be with you you can't share your food you know? No, no. Okay. I, I don't I don't do it on every day, but I know I definitely did it on a date like a couple months ago. And he didn't say anything. He was like, Oh, it's fine. He was like, Can I taste yours? I was like, No, now how you not gonna <laughs> want to share your food, but you wanna be up in this man's plate. You gotta share. I did, I did, I did. I, I had a big um a big plate, so I definitely gave him some, so it was fine. But yeah, no, okay. I haven't I haven't been told no. But if I was ever told no, I don't know. You feel yeah. some type of way. I definitely would no. feel some type of way. Like I've I've had guys like where we've been dating for a while, so we'll go to brunch and we both get something separate and like we'll share half. 
Yeah. If he got chicken and waffles and I got pasta or something, like I'll eat half the pasta, we got half the chicken and waffles, we switch. But that's like I gotta like know you, know you. But if it's like first, second date, we I don't want to be all up in your plate. Like, girl, like, whatever. I don't look whatever. Ask. <laughs> I mean, if they say no, they say no. So what? It is what it is. I'm look, I, ladies. If you if his plate looks good and you want to try it, just ask. The worst he can say is no. Like it's not that big of a deal. And then you upset. But hopefully you're cute enough so where he won't. Hopefully you're cute enough he won't. I've never been told no thus far. So hopefully. Me either. But I'm also weird about like drinks too. Have you done that? Like you both order a drink. Like if we've never kissed, like I don't. Oh no 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 no. You trying out my drink? I'm trying your drink. Like get what you want to get. Oh no, that's something different. That's something different. But I do hate sometimes. Like I've definitely been on dates where like I order a drink and they be like. Oh, that sounds good. I'm gonna get what you got. No, don't get what I got. Get what you want to get. Get your own. Use your own brain. Look at the menu like I did and figure out something that you like. Why they can't take a suggestion from you? Oh, goodness gracious. No, I literally have one guy. He literally got everything that I got. And it was so annoying. It, like it was, meal, drink, everything? Yes. yes. Wow. But and then the crazy part about it was it made me frustrated because I'm like, you've been here several times before yeah he, this was my first time here so it's like you've been here before you could have gotten anything on the menu you wanted you've had everything before yeah. so I was like, that's weird yeah he kind of just threw me with that because i i wanted him to get something different so i could try it but he wouldn't <laughs> you <laughs> always try to try shit that's i'm always trying to try for me <laughs> i'll order in the same price range so like i'll ask him what he's getting if he's getting for something for 20 like okay i'm gonna look for something for 20 it's not, it's yeah. not gonna be the same thing or like if he gets one drink i'm gonna get one but if he goes for a second drink then hell yeah i'm gonna go for a second drink like i hell try yeah. to keep it balanced like price wise but i don't go for the same exact thing oh yeah yeah, yeah. i i say i'm not gonna lie i don't be trying to break dudes like they wallet on like especially not on the first date but just on day yeah. so like i try to be aware of that like picking certain places that like you know has reasonable prices for stuff and mm-hmm. i'm not gonna get like the most expensive thing on the menu but my meal definitely will be more than 12 dollars so <laughs> I need I need Period. sides. Twelve dollars is an appetizer. We know exactly. Like, yeah, no, it's definitely more than that. I need sides. You know, I need meat. I need protein. I need a drink. If you get in the second drink, I need the second drink. If you get in the mm-hmm. shot, I need a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just that. That's how it's supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like a gosh of budget, especially for a first date. It's like you're trying to make a good impression, so it's like. Don't come out here thinking we're about to just get some taco appetizers and that's just gonna be it. Like, girl, with a cute budget, like you know what we're gonna get and we're gonna like have a good dinner. Goodness, yes, yes. Like, I think, but honestly, I think it's all about communication. Like, Mm. be clear about what kind of date you're about to go on before you go. Like, I'm not afraid to like, are we gonna eat there? Because I need to know. (laughs) No, I need to know because. Like, I hate going out and I, like, didn't prepare to eat. And, like, now I'm starving. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I'm not a good person. I'm not a nice person when I'm, like, hungry and angry. Like, yeah, it's, no, it's and not a good thing. So, <laughs> so that's what I like to know. Like, are we going to eat or are we just drinking? Let me yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> I need to know beforehand. Like, you know, give me a heads up a little bit. Just, you know, give me a little yeah. notice. I'm fine. Sometimes you can kind of tell with the place because it's like if they pick a bar and it's like strictly like a dive bar, like just a bar, period. Then you're like, okay, we're going for drinks. And then you oh, go, yes, okay, yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know. But then it's like if it's like a, you know, you, if you check the website, if it's a nicer restaurant, like, okay, you're probably going to eat some actual food. You might want to think twice about what you actually wear, you know, like mm-hmm. all those things. Like, I definitely think they play a factor into it. Yeah, I definitely agree. Definitely agree. Yeah, that's why I like when a guy picks the place pick the place like pick it like I've had guys test me with 
the places that they pick. Like one guy told me he picked like a high expensive place and then like a low dive bar place to see what kind of girl I was. He didn't tell me this until after the date. But honestly, I'm with the expensive shit because you know what type of I am. I'm like, I'm not going no. Like you gave me a nice place on the Hudson, view <laughs> the water. I'm so done. I'm going to pick that because that's where I would take myself to, where we, me and my girls would go. Like that's the type of place I go to. I don't go to dive bar. So like... That's where we went and we had ourselves a good time. But afterwards he told me, he was like, yeah, I was trying to test. And he was like, bye, P. And I'm like, did I pass the test? <laughs> he, was like, I mean, he was like, I figured that's the one you'd pick. I don't know what that meant, but we lasted for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> it was only because I moved too, so whatever. But we friends. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I don't know. I think dating, like, I think everybody should just like, be you know aware and just be cognizant of your partner's bank account Pocket. or wallet mm-hmm. um not to say that they got to share the information with you but um just you know don't be you know to- what type of man you're dating you know yeah exactly you, you know you know if y'all need to go to applebee's or if y'all need to eat at eddie b's like, it's a difference like just you right. know you know you know so it is what it is and ladies we always have our get vex money anyway so if shit goes left if you need to order a meal he not paying for it get your shit and then you go because you got your own money have you ever had to do that before no but that's also because like rachel i don't even do like the fake reach or nothing like i don't got time <laughs> if a man's taking me out it's because he's taking me out he asked me out himself he takes <laughs> the place like you're courting me you're we're going on this date and you're gonna pay i don't what am i fake reaching for what am i only 50 50 girl i don't it's like no 50 50 type of courting no i don't i don't even look at it i don't even look at it like when they come to the table like literally like i'm glad that people know like oh i'm gonna just give this to him i'm glad because i'm not touching i'm not reaching for it i'm not reaching in my wallet or nothing like i'm not asking for no checks like i'm not no none of that has to do with me (laughs) no now we're getting (laughs) now i did have one guy like he did ask me to pay the tip which i was fine Mm. with i was fine with because the date went really really don't carry cash (laughs) i'm not sure (laughs) you got like you got like And it's like, I clearly can, but it's like, no, this is the principle. Like you're courting me. Like you're taking me out. Like, no, no. Like, cause my thing is when I'm dating someone serious, I don't mind treating them to shit too. Like I love. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's the splurging of each other. Yeah. And I'll come out of my pocket. Like I'll plan a beautiful like date for us. But when I'm planning, I'm going to let you know, like I'm going to plan it. I'll pay for it. It's fine. But like the early stages getting to know each other, like courting me on the first, like five dates or whatever like that's you bro like, I'll start doing girlfriend shit and paying for it like whenever we're our we're official and we're like at that stage look, I, look I'm not gonna see I feel the same exact way like I, I don't feel like I need to go above and beyond for like somebody that's not mine like I just yeah. don't I don't feel the need to but the man that is mine Oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, Like, I've done the Valentine's Day, Christmases, like, just dates for the reason. Like, exactly. Just because gifts. Yes. All of that. But that's why you also, like, date in your tax bracket, too, for real. (laughs) Like, get somebody (laughs) on your level because I can afford it for myself. So, you should be able to afford it for me, too. I don't know. I feel like some women today, like, are not always dating it within their tax bracket and then they're dating the man because of his potential. Or just because he looks good, or we look good together, uh, and <laughs> I just I'm not with any of that. <laughs> no, because there's, there's fine men in your tax bracket. I'm trying to tell you, like you don't gotta like 
settle per se. And I'm never just going to date anyone because I think we look good together. Like, no, that's not going to, yeah. There's more to it. And looks obviously will fade. Like, I need your personality, your mindset, your pockets, like everything to be right besides just your looks. Yeah. (laughs) Something's got to top your looks. I mean, looks is like, you know, within the top five for sure, but something's got to top that. Yeah. Something's got to top that. Something has to. Like, and generally, honestly, it's the personality, like who you are as a person. Or just like the compatibility too, because they can look great or they can be fine on paper, like good job, good money, whatever. But if you're not compatible, which I run into a lot just for searching for what's right on paper. So I see it both ways, but it's just like, it has to be the compatibility. Like we have to actually vibe, get along. Like, yeah, yeah. there has to be some type of deeper connection there that just everything's superficial. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I've left it up to God, you know, he said he was working on something. I don't know what. I've never seen anything. So it's um, coming. I'm going to leave that with him. I'm going to leave that up to him. That's his task for me and amongst other things. But oh my God, I got to get ready to come see you in LA. But wait, when are you coming here? I'm coming in two weeks. So, and I'll be there for like a full week. So exciting. Okay, brunch, nails, party. Like, yes, all yes. of the above. Yes. Four nine yards, like every day. <laughs> Yes, yes, so. we're gonna get this together. We're gonna plan everything. Yes. But thank you so much, Nicole. Y'all, oh my god, this episode was super, super fun. Nicole is the very first of many guests that you will hear for the rest of this season on the Opinionated Ray podcast. So please get ready, stay tuned, and get excited because we have so much more coming. Thank you, Rachel. I'll see you next time. See, I told y'all this is going to be an entertaining episode. My girl, Nicole, knows how to keep the laughs going. <laughs> but thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Opinionated Ray podcast. I am your host, Opinionated Ray. Stay tuned for next week's episode. We may have a special guest. We may do a Q&A session. Who knows? We can do whatever. <laughs> but stay tuned. Have a blessed and safe week. And get ready for the holidays, y'all. It's almost turkey time. So we got to eat. <laughs> Bye-bye.